Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. 
Chapter 5, verse 7, 14. Crying out, crying out the 
Shake us again, Father. Oh, Father, how we feel estranged and so distant from thee because of our ways and our habits, and our jobs and our families and the things that we do have kept us, Father, from serving you. But even as Eddie sung, Lord, he said, revive us, renew us, restore your people. Father, we come on this Sabbath morning just asking you to move upon us, Father. Let this word this morning, Father Lord, let it come into our hearts and our mind. For you say that you will put your word in our hearts that we may not sin against you. And Father, we are your people come this morning to worship you. We come to declare your holy righteous name, Father. Help us to hold fast to that which is true. And help us, Father Lord, not to break your holy commandment, Father. But help us not to be just hearers of the word, but to be thy doers this morning, Father. We thank you this morning for another opportunity wherefore you have touched us and have called us with your anointing to be here present this morning in this room. And you said, well, there's two or three gathered, you would be in the midst. So we thank you for healing. We thank you for revelation power and knowledge. We thank you that as we come to thee this morning, hallelujah, that as we draw nigh, you're drawing nigh to us this morning in your word. And we thank you. We honor you. We thank you for your healing power upon the land, upon your people. We thank you that even the president, what we think that he's doing wrong, God, only you and you alone know, Father Lord, what's going on. You are able to stop. And you're able, Father Lord, to bring out. You can bring that good out of things that are not bad. You can bring righteousness out of unrighteousness. So we declare and decree this morning that your will will go forth in the White House as well as in our dark houses. 
we thank you and glorify your name. Amen. That song has brought me to a verse of scripture in Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Hallelujah. And we want to teach this morning on this Shabbat. We want to talk about the Sabbath so that we'll understand how we should keep this Sabbath and what we should do. You know, we want to find out whether or not we are uh, we're walking in right standing with you or we're just doing something. Uh, is it necessary or have it been done away with uh, exactly where are we standing in the Sabbath? Oh, Father, help us to understand what you meant. For I know you said in your word that not one jot nor tittle shall pass. You said heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word will not change. We see this morning, Father, that your word have not changed, but men's have brought a different understanding of it to make it easier for us to go against your will and not knowing that we're walking contrary to your will, Father. So we need you this morning to show us what we're walking to see in you. Amen. Okay. Okay. The Holy Spirit was leading me to Isaiah 48. Uh-huh. Okay. So we want to start off and we just want to read for your hearing second chronicles 7 and 14. we got a lot of songs going on about healing restoring and you know the land need this and that well we're going to see what the bible says about restoration for the land how that he will restore the land and what he will do in restoration of the land um I don't know about anyone else, but I know about me as a preacher, how the Holy Spirit convicts me of what to say and when not to say, hallelujah, because we realize that God is not a God of anger. He, he, he don't want to make you angry. If the word of God do make you angry and it's straight out of the book, then, you know, go to God and ask him to humble you. And that's what this word is starting out uh, saying this morning. And Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Well, we'll go back to um, well, I guess I just have to start up here at uh, 12 because I want you all to get an understanding exactly uh, what the Almighty is saying this morning in the Word. Then the Almighty appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayers, and I have chosen this place for myself as a house of worship. When I shut up heaven and there's no rain, I command the locusts to destroy, to devour the land, I send pestilence among my people. Now, this is the Almighty. He's not saying that he's gonna kill the people but he's gonna cause the land to be dry. And the locals is gonna come and eat up all the corn, eat up all the crop. So what will the people do then? So God is never on an attack. He's never, never attacking his people. 
we have to understand this morning that he has already established this land was founded upon the floods and established upon the waters. So we need to understand this morning <coughs> that in the beginning, in the beginning, this was not an earth. Hallelujah. This was a vast, it was earth, but it was a vast body of water. And you go to Genesis, you will see that in the creation, and the creation that he began to work with this earth and began to tell the waters, give it its boundaries. He began to call forth, you know, greenery. And then he began to call forth animals and humans and, and on and on and on. So there is a process. This was a process. And through the process, he brought forth the fourth commandment is to remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Now, in the book of Second Chronicles 714, hallelujah, uh, the Almighty is disturbed with the peoples because the people have broken the, uh, the commandments of God. They don't hold fast to the audience of God. They don't respect the statues of God. They have, they have totally has just forgotten about what their duties was as being the children of Israel. They're to be role models. We're to be role models. Hallelujah. I see us turning, returning back with the natural of our beauty. You know, if <laughs> this thing is so big, so it'll take you off course. Because every time I think about breaking the commandments of God and the statutes of God, I think about men's and women's going by and hair and sticking it in their head. You know, and if the Bible said he's gonna he gonna rich you with a blotch. You know, if the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, on down around 18, 20 and stuff like that, he says that uh, 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 that he's going to send a curse for that, you know. And it's not like he's sending a curse on you today. The curse was such centuries and centuries ago because not one jot, not tittle of his word shall be dismissed. Heaven and earth will pass away. But the same word that was for Paul and Silas and all of them of old is the same word for us today. The same word. Hallelujah. The Pope is still in control of the organization, which is called the church. So he's saying here this morning, if my people don't care about your building, your, your Christian experience. He said, my people. Hallelujah. We have allowed religion to get us confused with, amen, who we are and whose we are. If you claim to be a part of this body, I didn't say a part of the body of your membership of St. Agnes Missionary. I'm not talking about the building because some of y'all pastors don't even recognize those members that has been set aside by God to be there beside you, unctioning you, praying for you, and strengthening you. You're to draw strength from the body. This is why he called this a body. Hallelujah. He didn't call this here, amen, a Christian experience. He said his body. So look at here. When he get on down after he said he's going to shut up the heavens for mankind disobedient and set all these pestilence. But he then stopped in the 14th verse. He said, if, you know, I mean, you don't have to, but if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves 
and pray and seek my face. See, three things you have to do. You have to become more humble. Hallelujah. If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. So you need to humble yourself. And then what's the next thing you need to do? You need to pray. And then the next thing you need to do is seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. I heard Eddie, Eddie James saying, come to your people, heal our land, restore this generation. Well, that's not what the Bible said. The song, the worship song is beautiful, and there's nothing wrong with that song. But his song should have said, if my people would turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then will we hear from heaven. Sing that to us. Because we've forgotten. We've forgotten that how we're to come to him this morning. Hallelujah. We're forgotten because we need to repent for all of our backslidden ways, for breaking his commandment. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the commandments of God are true and just. Hallelujah. They are holy. They are true. And they are just. He said that the commandments are not grievous. The commandments was not put here to uh, upset you, to uh, cause you to be angry. The commandments of God was set here to give order and instruction. Order and structure. You just imagine. Someone come along and take you from your own house and put you in another house and then raise children and then you die and then those children are raising children and then for long, they're going to forget who their master was. They're going to forget their ancestors. Hallelujah. It's like a lot of us today. We don't remember our ancestors. But vivid in my mind this morning, I can look back and I can say that I had some godly structure coming from my dad's auntie. He had a lot of aunties. Hey, Dickie. Hey, Rosie. Hey, Louise. My grandma, Dorothy. And all these were women of God. They were the mothers of the church. They were the pillows of the church. And the pastors would come to them women and would talk with them. And they would reason and get an understanding. Hallelujah. Like Paul said, help those women that labor with me in the gospel. We just, thought, I was reading this morning, how a pastor, they put his church name and the street it was on and everything. How he went to the senior saint, told her he want to put on the motherboard. May God deliver him. And he took a social security number. He took her, uh, 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 one, he took one of her, uh, one of her bills, the ID number, off of one of her bills. And he run up sixty and seventy thousand dollars on credit cards, talking about he was going to pay her back. Wife went and shopped for sixty five hundred dollars worth of shoes on the poor little old lady. The little old lady said she don't have no card. She ain't made no bill. She ain't asked for no card. The church, hallelujah. 
This is why we must be instructed this morning. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Hallelujah. See, this is the way that America is going to have to heal. We need to be more humble. Hallelujah. Humble ourselves one to another. Just because they're wrong and they're trying to uh, uh, whatever to you, be, belittle you, uh, uh, judge you. The Bible didn't say get even or to uh, discuss with them what you should do. He said to humble. He said agree with your adversary quickly while they are in the way. He says arm yourself that you suffer likewise the just for the unjust that you may bring them to God. You can't win so being arrogant and mean and saying things like, oh, I'm just not going to worry about them. Let them go to hell. No, that's not what God intended. So you yourself, you have went against the word of God. Many people are sick in their body this morning. Why? Because they have not surrounded themselves. They have not asked God to surround them. Hallelujah. You know, Etta Jane have a song right here that says, surround me, Lord. You know, you got to humble yourself if you want to get surrounded. The eagles surround you, you hypocrite. Stop it. Surround me, Lord. Consume me with your love. Oh, Jesus. 
when you feel blessed. Freedom comes when you feel blessed. But when the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is victory. Exodus, hallelujah, and the 22nd verse, and we, we want to, you know, and I'm learning too now, so I mean, because I really want to know, because I got so many people coming at me with all the different things, somebody said, 
oh man, you can just get it. You can get you a day of rest, but Saturday, you know, man, that's a money making day. So, what are you going to choose? To go against God's word and look for another day that you say, Here I am, Lord, I'm resting. If the Almighty Himself, if in seven days everything was completed, they even use scriptures to say that the Sabbath was made for man and man wasn't made for the Sabbath. That right there answers the question itself. If somebody made something for you, then then you know your your brother ain't got no business going over there, you understand me, messing with what was given to you. It was personally dedicated for you. The Sabbath was made for you. You was not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for you. So look at here in Exodus 16 and 22. Oh, uh, we're going to go up further than that. We're going to go back to, uh, and we're reading out of uh, the Jerusalem Bible. I'm reading out of three different Bibles because, like I said, I know the truth, but I still want to search it, and I want to make it plain, Habakkuk 2.2, so that you can see it, and then you can, you know, do what you want to do with it after this. Amen. Uh, let's go to uh, 9. Moses said to Aaron, to the whole community of the sons of Israel, say this, present yourself before Yahweh, for he has heard your complaints. As Aaron was speaking to the whole community, excuse me, of the sons of Israel, they turned toward the wilderness and that was the glory of Yahweh appearing in the form of a cloud. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaints of the sons of Israel. Say this to them. Between the two evenings, you shall eat meat. And in the morning, you shall have bread to your heart's content. Then you will learn that I, Yahweh, am your God. They were crying about food in the wilderness. God gave them enough food until they started coming out of their noses. So God is a just God. He said, between the two evenings, you shall eat meat. And in the morning, you shall have bread to your heart's content. Then you will learn that I, Yahweh, am your God. And so it came about. Quail flew up in the evening, and they covered the ground in the morning. There was a coating of dew all around the camp. And when the coating of dew lifted, there on the sacrifice of the desert was a thing, delicate, powdery, as fine as hoarfrost on the ground. And when they saw this, the sons of Israel said to one another, what is this? Not knowing what it was. That said Moses to them is the bread Yahweh gives you to eat. This is Yahweh's command. Everyone must gather enough of it for its need. 
one omar ahead according to the number of persons in your family. Each of you will gather for those who share his tent for your neighbor. The sons of Israel did this. They gathered some more, some less. And when they measured in an omar, what they had gathered, the man who had gathered more had not too much. The man who had gathered less had not too less. Each found he had gathered what he needed. Moses said to them, no one must keep any of it for tomorrow. But some would not listen to Moses and kept part of it for the following day. And as it bred maggots and smell found, and Moses was angry with them, see, they just ain't gonna do right. Three people of God don't believe that when God tells the man or the woman of God what to do, they still misbehave and put the whole family in trouble. Hallelujah. From morning to morning they gathered, each according to his need, and when the sun grew hot, it dissolved. Now, on the sixth day, they gathered twice the amount of food, two omars, Ahead, all the leaders of the community came to tell Moses, and he said to them, this is Yahweh's commandment. Tomorrow is a day of complete rest. See, complete rest. Didn't say you was driving down the street. Didn't say you were going next door to get an egg. A complete rest. A Sabbath sacred to Yahweh. Bake what you want to bake. Ball what you want to ball. Put aside all that is left for tomorrow. But after you have baked it, don't come trying to bake it today on the Sabbath. You baked and did all this here on Friday morning, Friday afternoon, but come Friday evening, you shouldn't be baking, you shouldn't be driving, you shouldn't be doing anything but resting. See, I'm resting right now, sitting in my recliner, in my office, I'm resting. I'm not doing my own thing. Uh, I'm not trying to clean up my office. Uh, I, 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 I'm not trying to go outside and cut the grass. It need that. I'm not trying to bathe Leo, he need a bath. I'm not trying to do anything right now Take rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, from morning to morning, they gathered it, each according to its need. And when the sun grew hot, it dissolved. 22nd verse of uh, 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 Exodus, the 16th chapter. Now, on the sixth day, they gathered twice the amount of food. Why did they gather twice the amount of food? Because on the sixth day, it's going to be a 24-hour thing now. So you ate Thursday, and you ate Friday before the Sabbath. But now you need food for yesterday evening all the way up until this evening after the Sabbath. You need to have food to eat unless you're going to fast the Sabbath. Nothing is wrong with that. But to be baking and balling, he says right here, bake what you want to bake, ball what you want to ball, 
Put aside all that is left for tomorrow. So as Moses ordered, they put it aside for the following day. And its smell was not foul, nor were there maggots in it. But up above, when Moses told them not to keep it, maggots got on it, and it stank up the camp because he told them, do not withhold that meat for the next day. But when God, hallelujah, hand is upon your life and upon your properties, you don't have to worry with, uh, with, with, with that deathly disease that's coming up on the land. You don't have to worry about anything. For if you suffer anything, God of heaven, he would heal you. He would take away all of these things that is trying to defeat you today. Believe the word of God today and stop believing in something else. Okay. Amen. They ought to be trying to keep the Sabbath instead of sending me a text message. Not interested. Hallelujah. But we can't judge no one in respect of a holy day, a Sabbath, or a new moon. You don't judge people. Let God do the judges. He's the one that wants to speak into our hearts. Hallelujah. For today is a Sabbath in honor of Yahweh. This is in honor of him. You will find none in the fields today. So ain't no sense you trying to go out there and trying to go and work and all that other stuff. For the six days, for six days you are to gather it. In six days, you ought to be done with the work and done all that you need to do. He has given us six days. <coughs> Excuse me. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You don't have to be a mathematician or a genius to, to figure out what six days went. You just need to know what is the first day of the week, which is Sunday. Hallelujah. We're not going to get into how that you worship God in vain, but we will talk about that in the book of Matthew, the 15th chapter, in a few minutes. Hallelujah. For six days, you are to gather, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. There will be no quail out there, no food on the seventh day. Some of the people went from the camp. To, they didn't believe it. They went to gather it. But they found none. Then Yahweh said to Moses, How much longer will you refuse to keep my commandment and my law? Listen, Yahweh has laid down the Sabbath for you. See, it is telling you. Read your Bible, Exodus 16:29. He laid it down for you for this. That wouldn't because my Bible's so old, I'm trying to keep from tearing it up. Uh, let me see now. Where is that? For this he gives you two days. Food, the sixth day. Each of you is to stay where he is. You don't go nowhere on the seventh day. And no one is to leave his home. So on the seventh day, the people are strained from all work. You see? 
You see? They abstain from all work. So it is a sin this morning. Hallelujah. It is a sin this morning for you to leave your home. Hello, somebody. Stay in your house. Hallelujah. You might not control who's going in and out, but don't you do it. Hallelujah. But I say to them that have homes, what belongs to you, you let the ones know in that house, you all can't be running up and in and out of here on the Shabbat. If you're in here, don't look. If you're coming, don't come because you're not going to come in. I've already warned my sons and everyone, don't come on the Shabbat because you will be left knocking on the door. I mean, you cannot keep portion of the Shabbat. You got to keep the whole thing. You know, if you transgress, that's why he said not one jot, not tittle shall disappear. Okay, let's go to Isaiah, uh, what is it, Isaiah 48? And let me check and see. Uh, Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah 48. Let's see. Isaiah 58. Isaiah. Well, let me look at my. Is this good? Hallelujah. This is this is written in, in, in our Bible. So, you know, we just got to just do what it say do. Let's see. Is it Isaiah 58? Let me see. I know it's Isaiah 58, but I just want to be correct. I ain't got so much written down to my. Okay, we'll go to uh, yeah, yeah, it is Isaiah 58. We'll go to Isaiah 58. Then we'll go to Matthew that God allow us, because we want to uh, we want the people to know the truth. I mean, He give it to me, I got to do it. So Let me see. My mind trying to tell me 48. But I got it written down. I just got so many scriptures. I just got to look. And I was just studying. One of my Bibles ought to be open on it. Let me look over at the other Bible. Let's see. The other Bible is on Matthew. Okay, we'll leave that on Matthew. We'll go back to 48 and see what 48 says to the 58. I think it's for the speaker who are called by my name have come for the worship. Nope, it's 58. I don't know how how did I get confused? Okay. Fasting that please God is what it's all about. Cry loud, <clears throat> excuse me. Cry loud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sin. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of God. Talking about Israel. You know, there used to be 
Well, they obeyed God. But when you start intermingling with people that worship idols, with people that wants to go clubbing and stuff, my friend I went to school with, girl, I don't go out. There's too much danger out in the street. Oh, girl, this is a nice club. You would love to sit. You know, just a little something, something. Just take your mind off, you know, a week, you know, a little something, you know what I'm saying? Saturday night, you know, we go, you know, hallelujah, which Saturday night is really Sunday morning. So you're all right right there. You do what you want to do at that time. But if sun has not went down, you should be keeping the Sabbath. God is not upset with anyone about their Sundays. He spoke about a day of rest. So he is saying here in Isaiah 58, hallelujah, that we're to show you your sins, hallelujah. Uh, 7.14, if my people that are called by my name, he's talking to a certain group of people that he has called, he called you, and then he turned around and made you a day of rest, which is called the Sabbath, hallelujah. He wants you to rest on the Sabbath, hallelujah, so that you will be, a, this is why so much uh, problem is going on in the body today, in your body, you know, I'm talking about the body with the mind, the heart, you know, the, the heart, the head, the you know, headaches, you know, bodies. It's because our pool of bodies are tired. We're growing weary in all these worries, our children, our job, our money, our car. Everything has a problem today. And we're trying to solve it. You can't solve it. You're only going to grow weary and well-doing, but in due season, you will reap a harvest. That is a promise. But you must begin to obey the oracles of God and ask God to help you to bear righteousness so that you can bring forth fruit. He's interested in fruit today. Hallelujah. He, he wants you, hallelujah, to be obedient. He wants you to fulfill, amen, the royal law. So it says here, yet they seek me daily. See, running around, groping in the dark, looking for God, bad as my neighbor. Every day when I see him, he said, I'm looking for God. I said, I stopped looking for him. I got it now. Poor neighbor. I praise God for him. He do want God, and he do have God. But different attacks come upon us because we live in a house, in a simple house, you know, with the, with the people that you live in there with, they don't hold fast to the oracles of God. So it brings in a spirit. It talks about the spirit that comes upon the disobedient peoples all through the Bible. That there's a curse for disobedience. So when there's a curse in your home, hallelujah, it won't try to get on you, but you got to be smart and realize that this is not my portion. This is them. So I'm going to keep on obeying God and not let them make me angry and upset because them with their slothful ways. You know, we can have some bad ways but yet still, you understand me, <clears throat> be in somebody else's house, but want to push our ways around, and that's not godly. That's not right. So he says here, hallelujah, as a nation, uh, verse 2, 58, uh, Isaiah 58, verse 2, yet they seek me daily, excuse me, and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness, they want to know his ways, as if they did righteousness. They ain't did nothing right and did not forsake the orders of their God. They have forsaken it. 
They asked of me the audience of justice. They take delight in approaching me. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they say, and yet have not seen? Yeah, we fast, but we ain't getting no results. They want to put fasting before keeping the Sabbath. All this praying and fasting and all this stuff that you're doing, you want to know why your needs ain't met because of that one situation. Why have we afflicted our souls and you took no notice? We've been beating ourselves. We've sit here and taken all that and you still ain't noticed nothing, God. In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. You still, you still do your pleasure. Fasting does not consist of you pleasing anything. Fasting means to afflict yourself, amen, to overcome lust, to overcome the things that we do that is contrary to the will of God, to overcome sin. In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exploit all your labor. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Say, that ain't, that ain't for what I want you to come to me. Is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is, is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast? An acceptable day of the Lord? Is this not the fast I have chosen? To loose the bonds of the wicked. Tell the wicked, the wicked peoples, hallelujah, so they can be free. To undo the heavy burdens, hallelujah, from all for peoples, to let the oppressed go free instead of telling them you're going to go to hell. Free them from their oppression by telling them God can do anything. Yah can save a sinner, hallelujah, and that you break every yoke. You know, let's get these yokes off of you, hallelujah. Is not to share your bread with the hunger and that you bring to your home the poor who are cast out, now I'm going to give them a dollar. When you see the naked that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Almighty shall be your real God. You don't have to worry about all these diseases. He's not going to let nothing sneak up on you from the back, from the front, from the side. He is, hallelujah, your kinsman redeemer. He wants to take off the heavy burdens today. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness. If you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall, shall, shall do in the darkness and your darkness shall be as a noonday and the Lord will guide you continually. 
and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose water do not fail. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall rise up the foundation of many generations, and you shall be called the repair of the breach, restore of streets to dwell in. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord's honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride on high places. Hallelujah. He's given us a description this morning of how that he will receive, how he will receive us today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on high hills of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. And that's what it's all about this morning. The mouth of God. We need you, Father. We need you. We need you, Father. I need you. Hallelujah. Let me find my other scripture. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I Hallelujah. Thank you. 
satisfy the longing inside amen we have another a verse of scripture here concerning the sabbath which is found over in isaiah 56 hallelujah i want you to know the truth nothing but the truth so help you god hallelujah we know that god has not appointed us to wrath wrath come because the children are disobedient disobeying god is why the wrath of god come upon people not that child, God is, uh, uh, this is the word they use. I'm just going through right now. God is testing me. God tests or kept no man. So stop lying on God. God ain't testing nobody. You putting your own self through a test. Not God putting you through no testing. Because he made you and he know what's in you. He know what you're going to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 56. Amen. Beginning at the... First verse, it says, Thus says Yahweh, keep justice and do righteousness. Oh, yes, all he's looking for. For my salvation is about to come, 
and my righteousness will be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who lay hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath, and keep his hand from doing any evil. See, he don't want you to do no evil. He don't want you to do the things that you're doing. He's given us a plan. He told us what to do and what not to do. Hallelujah. Who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and keep his hand from doing any evil. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord, these outsiders, speak saying, the Lord has utterly separated me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, hey, I am a dry tree. For thus said the Lord to the eunuch who keeps my Sabbath and choose what pleases me and hold fast my covenant. Even to them, I will give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than that of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. For keeping the Sabbath, God will bless you. You will not be called all those names. <laughs> Uh, nobody got time for that. Holier than thou. That's a pretty good word. Holier than thou. Holier than thou mean I'm holier than you. But people are gonna try and pass judgment. So here, a man Isaiah is telling the people that you know if you would separate yourself on these specific days, Hallelujah, then the Father, Hallelujah, shall not cut you off, but give you an everlasting name. Also, the sons of the foreigner who joined them join themselves to the Lord to serve him. Anybody, I don't care what what group you are, what ethnic, what color, creed, nationality, wherever. If you choose to hear the word that I'm speaking today and join yourself not with me, but join up with the word that I'm speaking about, hallelujah, then he will delight himself in you, hallelujah. He will overcome the stronghold in your life, bring healing. The word of God is to heal and deliver, not to set free. Hallelujah. Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath, even them I will bring to my holy mountain. Don't care whether you Islam, don't care what you are. It's not about what religion, uh, what, what, what nationality. It's about you keeping the Sabbath. All God is talking about is holiness, and righteousness hallelujah he's not talking about your church he's not talking about your religion he's not talking about how you worship he's not even talking about sunday he's only talking about saturday he's concerned with one day now on that sunday you do what you want to do paul went and preached all night long after the sabbath hallelujah and hold fast my covenant even them i will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Hallelujah. Your burnt offering and their sacrifice 
will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, not just for Christians, but for all nations. Hallelujah. Yahweh, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, Yet I will gather to him others beside those who are gathered to him. All the beasts of the fields come to devour. All you beasts in the forest, his watchmen are blind. They're all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, they are greedy dogs, which never have enough. And they are shepherds who cannot understand. They all look to their own ways, want to do nothing but the Sunday thing. Everyone for his own game, from his own from his own territory. Come one says, I will bring wine, and we will fill ourselves with intoxicant drink, and tomorrow will be as today, and much more abundance. See? Hallelujah. They don't want you to partake of God's plan for your life. Hallelujah. They want you to miss out. Hallelujah. On this beautiful rest that he has already purposed to give us. Hallelujah. But we want to keep doing all of these things as if God changed. He have not changed anything. You've changed the commandment of God by making to yourself your own commandment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's look in the book of, uh, I think it's 15 and 9. Let's look in the book of Matthew 15. Then the scribes and Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? See, that's what y'all do. Y'all keep the tradition of the elders. Going to church on Sunday and many other things you do. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Go to church on Sunday if you want to. But what did you do with your Sabbath? What are you doing today? You know, Oh, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna keep the Sabbath and then by 3:30 I'm gonna go to the store. No, I just read to you. Moses told him to gather enough for two days. Do not go looking because you will not find none. But they did it anyhow. So it's always somebody wants to break the tradition of God. So here we find the Pharisees and Sadducees. They just knows as hell. And probably went to hell. They want to know why do your disciples transgress the tradition of why they don't wash their hands? Why they don't do what we do? Well, they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Third verse of Matthew 15, he asked and said to them, Why do you also? I wish my sister, and them, I'm going to text them back and tell them, Stop your texting and let me observe the Shabbat. Let me let them know, y'all. Put 
Please, sis. Block me out of your text this morning that I may continue keeping my Sabbath. Especially my sister Pam. She uh she got plenty of scriptures to, tr to not to keep the Sabbath, but I gave her one and she never came back with nothing else because you're not going to sit here and think that you're going to quote all those wonderful scriptures as if I don't know. I know because I'm keeping the promises of God and anything outside of the promises of God, I'm not going to deal with it. I have no discussion for those that don't want a part of the Sabbath. If they ask, I will tell them. But I am not going to scold anyone or bring anyone in bondage. Well, that was very, very nice to my sister. She said, okay. Patty did that. My older sister. My older sister would sit there and say, but Brother Rob, if you keep one commandment, you have to keep them all. <laughs> I tell them, maybe you have to. <laughs> But as for me, I'm not sacrificing anything but my soul. <laughs> so I thank God this morning that uh, God people are walking in his righteousness this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's 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 look over here in Matthew. And the Pharisees wanted to know. And now mind me. These Pharisees knew the script. They wrote the script. They knew everything. But since Jesus came on the scene, Yahshua, they did not want no other man to teach anything. But Yeshua himself, he's the Lord of the Sabbath. Hallelujah. So whatever he do, he can do that because he had power. Hallelujah. Same thing as you. If your child is outside saying, Grandma, Grandma, Mama, then you're supposed to go out there. Don't be no fool and sit there and tell me, I'm keeping the Sabbath. I'm keeping the Sabbath. No. God is not telling you to stress yourself out. You know, you don't want to stress yourself out on keeping the Shabbat. All you want to do is do what you have to do, but at the same time, in your heart. See, God looks on the heart this morning. Hallelujah. He ain't looking on your head because he know your head is messed up. So he's not going to look on your head because out of a man's heart flows the issues of life. So mankind has a lot of issues this morning. But here we find that the Pharisees and the Sadducee, they were inquiring of some information that they already knew. They weren't ignorant. They just wanted to just uh, uh, start some mess, messy people. People not want to keep the Sabbath when they come to you. They just come to you and say, we don't have to try to get you angry with them. But the best thing to do is tell them, well, teach his own. And if they want to discuss it, you can tell them, 
you're not willing to learn anything about it. So why should I waste my time trying to discuss this matter? There are many people over there on Facebook that'll just look at it, but they won't come in it. They'll look at what's been written down, but they won't come in the room. Because why? To he that knoweth to do good and do it not shall be whipped with many stripes. It's like me. You've already purposed in my heart that to keep the Sabbath. He told me how to keep it. He told me, no, you can't go in and out because I told you and doing not your own thing. So I believe his word this morning. And all this does for me is just takes me higher and higher with him. He continues to speak to me. He continues to heal me, deliver me, make me free. He protects me everywhere I go. I'm not in fear of any flu or any disease that's coming up on the land. Why? Because I am in observation of his word this morning. So he said, um, uh, he answered and said to them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God? They want to know why we break the tradition of the elder. Why do you also transgress the commandment of God? Because of your tradition. Fourth verse, for God commanded saying, honor your father and your mother. And he who curses father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift of God. Then he need not honor his mother or father. Because, mother, I just sent you this man. I've given you every month I do this for you. Every hour, Mama, I just did. I, 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 I'm the one that did. I, I, I. So I've already done enough, mama, for you this month. That's what they say. Then he need not honor his father and mother. I ain't got to do nothing for you. I didn't ask to be born. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Darling, how you doing this morning, Cub? Hey, Cub. Yes, sir. How are you? Um, I'm blessed. Hey, man. Yeah. How's the queen doing? Uh huh. How's the queen? How's your wife doing? Uh, she's doing all right. We try to get everything situated for next week. We we gonna move next week, right? Hallelujah. Yes. Sir. Uh, but we, what we're gonna do is we're gonna rent around uh, uh, U-Haul uh-huh. for one trip from Houston to Trinity to try to get a nice U-Haul. I think it's gonna cost one hundred eighty dollars. Well, hey, Cub, listen, you 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 are you on a live broadcast. I don't want you to put your business out there uh, on the recording. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I'll call you back later. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh huh. All right. Do that. Do that, please. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Love you. Thank you for calling me, Cub. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for my cousin calling me because he know that I have the answer and we're helping too. Hallelujah. So I praise God for that. Amen. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition, by your keeping Sunday worship, and you just pass over Saturday. You just don't even have no respect for the Sabbath. So you'd rather keep up your tradition of your Sunday worship and name your Sunday your day of rest 
Well, how in the hell is you resting on Sunday? And you, I just got to telling you, you not to go out or come in. But you just went out on a, on a Sunday. You passed up the Sabbath and worked. Now on Sunday, you still transgressed, even if you was going to make that your day of rest. You're not resting nowhere. So you're only fooling your own self. So this is what the Almighty says about that type of stuff. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Verse 7, hypocrite, well did his eyes say it, prophesy about you. These people draw near to me with their mouth. Honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as the doctrine, the commandment of man. Hallelujah. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, hear and understand. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what come out of his mouth does defile the man. Then his disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. Lead them people alone. Let the blind lead the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Hallelujah. The 15th verse said, then Peter answered and said to him, explain this parable to us. And this is this is God explaining. Are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is calaminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witnesses, blasphemy. These are the things which are defiling man. But to eat with unwashed hands, you don't defile them. So people want to judge you this morning. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke 21. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let no one judge you in respect of a new moon, a holy day, a Sabbath day. Hallelujah. Either or. Don't let them judge you for not keeping it. Don't let them judge you for keeping it. Somebody say, well, you know, you need not be trying to judge me because I don't, I don't, I, I don't rest on Saturday. You're right. Don't judge them. For the word of God itself has already judged them. If it's written in the book, remember, not one jot nor tittle of his words shall pass. So I don't care what no one says about this teaching this morning. You don't judge me. Matthew 7 and 12, as you would that men should do unto you, do you even also unto them. For this is the law and the prophet. Matthew 7 and 12. Luke 21. The coming of the Son of Man. And there will be now. When Harvey came, this is the script. This it's already been fulfilled. Harvey came, and this Harvey came on uh, uh, the 21st of August. Anyhow, I had it all down. Um, and there will be signs in the sun and in the moon. Matter of fact, on the 21st of August, 
I was looking at the soul eclipse and I posted it on Facebook because I put a helmet shield on and I put my phone in the front of the shield against my face and I recorded the picture of the soul eclipse. So right here on the 21st of August, two years ago, three years ago, whenever Harvey was, he said there will be signs. So this is prophecy. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and on the earth, distressed of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves will be roaring. Man's heart fell in them for fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the power of heaven will be shaken. Hallelujah. The power of heaven was shaken. When the 22nd came, the 23rd, people's heart was failing them. They're to this very day a fearful. If a hard rain comes, people start going slow. They pull over. They are afraid. But God has not given us the spirit of fear, 1 John 4, but of love, power, and a sound mind. We do not have the spirit of fear this morning. Hallelujah. If you are under fear, it's all because you have not obeyed the word of God. Hallelujah. Heart spelling people today from fear and expectancy of those things which are coming on the earth. But the power of the heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up, lift up your head, because your redemption is drawing near. Hallelujah. Then he spoke to them a parable. Look at a fig tree and all the trees when they are already budding. You see? And know for yourself that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Surely I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word, my words will by no means pass away on you unexpectedly. We will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. Watch therefore. And pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of God. Hallelujah. So this is why it's so important. God looks on the heart of man. When he see mankind keeping the Sabbath and all the other things that man should do, then he himself, he take note of that. Don't you love him this morning? Don't you love him? Hallelujah. 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 Thank God for Jesus. This is why we must break every chain. You have to destroy every yoke of bitterness and evil and humble yourself as the beginning scripture said in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, that if my people that are called by Right where you are. 
Somebody lift up the name of Jesus. Come on, call his name now. We're standing in his face. How would you act? Call his name Jesus. I'm ready. Jesus, 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 Jesus. He said, destroy Jesus, every yoke. Isaiah 58. Jesus, Jesus, turn it up for me, Jesus, 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 that's it, because you have relationships, call on his name, not because you've been instructed, but because you have relationships, somebody say, Jesus, 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 we know where the power is, we know where the power is, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain. Break Yeah. 
This is a great spot to worship the Lord right here. It's a great place, a great moment right here to give him praise and to give him glory. He said, and to destroy every yoke, not just some of the yoke, but every yoke, Isaiah 58 chapter. Let the yokes fall off your life this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more verse of scripture. In the book of Philippians 3. Hallelujah. And 18. For many walk of whom I've told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemy of the cross of Christ whose end is destruction, whose God are their bellies and whose glory in their shame, 
who set their minds on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Almighty, who will transform our lowly bodies, that it may be confirmed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able to subdue all things to himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then in the fourth chapter of the sixth verse, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God will surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're grateful this morning for this powerful teaching. It has given us instructions from A to Z. So now we are without excuse. We're without excuse now. Now we can't sit around and say to ourselves and about ourselves that I have attained. You cannot obtain anything except you first obey the commandments of God. Yes, we have broken the commandments of God, but now we have the knowledge of truth that we can come to and we can see our faults. We can see what have what we have disobeyed God. And what would it take from us if we did, you know, the Holy Spirit just touched my heart a minute ago for my wife's sake. Because I told her not to go in, not to not to go out, neither come in. But I have forgotten about her nephew. Her nephew is a preacher from New York. And they had to go and get him and bring him here because he's in a state where he needs to be healed. And so my wife have to go over and watch him and feed him. But as for me, I must go and bathe him. But he won't get no bath till after the Sabbath. But I understand her part that she needs to go over there because the sister, which is her niece, is leaving to go to work. And I can't get angry at my wife and say anything about it, the Holy Spirit had already spoke to me and said, you know, let her go. Don't, don't, don't uh, try and hinder uh, her, you know what I mean? But to let her go. So I'm grateful this morning. Uh, is it morning or afternoon? Let's see what time it is. Well, it's still morning. So I'm going to play this one more song. And then I will go lay down. Hallelujah. I will go back to my bed and finish my rest. This is the day of rest. Hallelujah. So I am grateful for obedience. Hallelujah. And for those of you all 
that uh, want to do what's right, he is well able to do this. Now here's a long subject.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.